What's up, everybody? Before we get into today's episode, I want to talk to you about our sponsor, StarStock. One of the great things about StarStock is the fees that they have. They only have a 5% commission fee, and they have no fee when withdrawing. This is a big deal when it comes to sports cards and other marketplaces like eBay, where they charge you a fee here and a fee there, and the next thing you know, all your profits are gone. You just send in your cards, and they do all the work, taking the pictures and loading the listings onto their site. They have been adding some huge LeBron and Trout rookie cards recently, and they also just started adding graded cards as well. The thing that I really like about the site also is how easy it is to use. It's easy to use on mobile, and in this day and age, that is a huge plus. Make sure you go follow at Starstock Market on Instagram and Twitter to get their daily updates on cards they're adding. And if you want to get started as a seller, just go to Starstock.com and register yourself for an account. What's up, everybody? My name is Adam. Welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. So I am very excited that I'm going to bringing, be bringing on one of my good friends, my internet friends, someone that I met in this weird world that is the internet, Jason Richards. Is that correct? Richards, Richardson. Richardson. Okay, perfect. Yes, sir. Yes. So, yeah. so Jason Richardson, I was on his podcast a couple months ago, and we talked about sports cards you know, I think we're, we have very similar interests when it comes to content and all that stuff. So, Jason, uh, tell the audience a little about your a little bit about yourself. Yeah, first of all, man, thanks thanks for having me on, Adam. I really appreciate it, man. You're killing it with sports card content and doing so much good things, man. Um, when you're on my podcast, you know, I I thank you for all the information you helped me with, and you're one of the first people I talked to about sports cards. So, it's pretty cool to be on your show, man. I'm I'm really excited. And um, about me, I'm 28 years old. I live in the Bay Area, California, a little town called Pinole. I'm a, a fitness trainer, kickboxing trainer. I've been doing martial arts since the age of eight years old, um, so about 20 years. So, you know, that's, that's what I'm up to. And um, I'm a, just for fun, I like to do poems. And um, recently, starting, what was that, back in September, got into sports cards. So I've been active in that. And... Um, yeah, man, uh, that's what I'm about, fitness and, and, and um, you know, making content all day, every day. And, um, you know, Sports Cards is about that. So happy to answer some questions today, man. Absolutely. So I have a funny story to tell you, actually, before we get into this episode. So back in maybe March or April when I was on your show, for uh-huh. I, I must have read your message in the morning, like right when I woke up or right before I went to bed. So for some reason, I thought you were asking me to be on on this show. So I oh, yeah. put together all of these questions. So this is probably actually going to be one of the easiest interviews I've ever done because I have been doing this research since like back back then. And then and then when you're like, oh, we're going to do it on Zoom, I'm like, I can't record the. I don't. I'm how am I going to record this podcast on Zoom? I have no idea what I'm doing. And then to I put two and two together. I'm like, oh wait a second, I probably misread the message, and that's what led me to realizing that you were actually asking me to be on my show. And I'm like, wow, oh man, oh, well. That, that that was that was what happened a couple months ago. Man, it turned out fine, man. It turned out fine. It went really well. Yeah. So I think we have very similar styles of content. Uh, from uh-huh. so from your perspective, what's your percentage wise? What would you say is the amount that you're putting up putting out of content that's just like stuff that you want to talk about versus like posts that you think would do well and i'm using do well in parentheses because it means something different to everybody but i'm interested to see like what your uh kind of scale or if there is a scale like what uh how you do that yeah man honestly when i make content um 
I don't even I don't even pay attention if it's gonna do well. Like if this video is gonna go viral, or you know if so many people are gonna do that are are gonna look at this, get the likes. I just I I just like the post, and I I do keep in mind who's watching, so I do try to you know put the caption to a way where you know somebody can understand more context about the post or, you know, if, if the picture's not saying something or the video's not saying something, I always make sure the caption is, is getting that. And, um, but yeah, whenever I post, man, whether it's about fitness or anything, I just hope that it's entertaining, that it's educating, that it's fun, that it's doing at least one of those things. And, um, you know, if, if it catches fire, um, it catches fire, especially like on TikTok, man, I, I've been talking to people about TikTok, um, you know, my most viewed videos have been my sports car videos, not even my fitness videos. It's been sports cars videos, and it's not even anything that I expect to blow up. It's just the fact that I, I just want to document what I'm doing, what I'm up to, my thoughts, um, my take on things, you know, what, what, I'm up, what I'm up to. And those videos have, you know, a few videos have done well. And, um, yeah, so whenever I post, man, I never come from a place where I'm trying to really gain an audience. I just, I just want to document. I just want to show people what I'm up to. And, um, you know, I guess like, I guess you could say 99% of my posts is just about posting really. Um, yeah, I don't really have a take on if it's going to, you know, now that's, the audience. Th- that's what I figured, but I wanted to ask before just assuming that was the case because, yeah. and that's why I said our content is very similar because like, I feel like for me, it's probably like a scale where it's like 90% to 10% because, for, yeah. for the most part, when it comes to sports cards, I would say my level of interest for anything within sports cards is pretty high. So like, like with TikTok, like you were talking about, like I have been less consistent over the past few weeks, but like for like maybe like nine months since like last October, it was literally just any piece of card news I made into a video. And then uh-huh. from there, it was like just post three to three to like five times a day and just post as much as I could basically. And yeah. it really, there were a couple times where eventually I was interested in how things were doing and kind of tailored it a little bit differently and maybe adjusted the text or whatever. But like, even, I mean, from a, from an interest standpoint, it was basically just what I was interested in. Like, for, like, right. and it just, I mean, luckily within sports cards, I am interested in like people like Zion and Luca and, and it just happens that they're probably the most two popular, like, uh, related topics within that industry as well. So, I mean, that definitely helps, but that's what I figured. I mean, like I said, I think you, your content is very, it's, it's very well done in the sense that there is, I, so here, and here's the thing. I think we've talked about this in the past between quality and quantity is the, yeah. I think the amount of content is way more impressive than like the quality because like I quality agree. is just, to me, yeah, coming from a graphic design background, like I could love something or hate something, but like, if it, it it, it all depends on who's consuming the thing. So like, like it for you, if like there's a fitness tip that you're putting out or like a video that you put out, like maybe, and I'm sure that I don't know if this happens or not, but like, maybe there's a bunch of people who don't particularly like that. But if there's two or three people that do for me, I feel like that's kind of, I feel like that's just as important as putting out the content itself. Exactly, man. I, like, you know, I guess I guess there are times where, you know, I, like I try to post to a current event that does happen. You right. know, I'm trying to be up up on something. So I will make a piece of content around that, too. Um, I guess that's like part of the other one percent. But, you know, a lot of times it's it's what I'm up to. Like, 
Like, I like to do things, like, if something happened, like, if this is the World Series or something, you know, I'm going to make a content, I'm going to make a piece about the World Series. Or if it's something that happened big in music, like Lil Wayne dropped the album, I'm going to say something about that. You know, some, something like that. Or everybody's making content about, you know, the Will Smith situation. I'm not, because I love Will Smith, and I don't want <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. to touch that. Don't roast him but, all. Like, you know, like, that's an example, man. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, that's, you know, current events is probably, like, where you can probably get a, a more favorable uh, viral thing, I guess I could, I should say. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I found definitely within sports cards is like the, I mean, at least that's, that's the stuff I'm interested in. Like if it's a current event and especially now that sports are coming back, like I was able to yeah. write a post the other day on Instagram about like actual news about players playing. And it was the first time I've been able to do that since like March. So it was like, right, I was sitting right. there like with a smile on my face being like, this is awesome. Like, this is so great. Man, that is cool. Now, that is you, cool. so That's so you mentioned right so you mentioned Lil Wayne, and yeah. so before we get into sports card stuff, I want to ask you which what's your favorite Lil Wayne album slash mixtape because they kind of all it's all the same basically. One and just but so which one's your favorite? Yeah, man, that's a good one. Uh, gosh, where do I even start? Yeah, man? seriously, um, so many. <laughs> yeah, you listened to um, his last mixtape, his Dedication Six. Did you hear that one? So yes. Man, I like I like that one. I can tell you honestly, I listen to that mixtape every day. Something from that mixtape every day for at least two years straight. Like every day. Not even kidding. So I would have to say that's probably my favorite, Dedication Six. With with music, I feel like it comes down to like what's going on during the time period of when the album comes out. Uh, uh-huh. like so like Carter Three and like Rebirth and like I'm not a human being all came out like between when i was in high school so like those were my like three of my favorite like lil wayne projects that came out because obviously like the carter 2 is phenomenal like all the dedication mixtapes are great like um yeah what's the what's the mixtape with um shoot now i it i'm gonna hold on let me just what's what's the mixtape oh here here are all the mixtapes um yeah yeah it it was no ceilings i mean now no, oh, no, ceilings, no. Okay, man. so no ceilings is my favorite project by him, but I that's would say that's one, probably man. my favorite because it came out when I first got into graphic design. So, like, huh. that's probably yeah, why it's my favorite. But like, throw it in right. the bag. Like, all I mean, all the songs on there are just ridiculous. Like, the all yeah, I don't they're know, timeless, he, man. Timeless, yeah, timeless, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah no ceilings, man. Is a- good one man that is a good one i mean they're they're all i don't know he's 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 really good so i mean they're all really good but yeah 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 um, yeah. (laughs) so i guess we can get into sports cards since this is a sports card podcast but um, yeah man that's so when were you first introduced like when were you first introduced to sports cards first introduced all right so i gotta like my favorite player i always say my first card i bought was um a Trey Young card, or was it? It might have been. It actually was this Gary V cards that he came out with. You know his own set. Mm. But even, even before that, man, my first sports card. This was nothing to do with business or anything. It's just the fact that I love this player and I wanted his card. It was a Monte Ellis sports mm, card. Monte Ellis classic. Um, yeah, dude. I, I like it's a Topps Chrome too. So if he if if he would have blew up, <laughs> like I probably have a good card in my hand. Yeah. But um, yeah, I remember buying that card in high school because he was my favorite Warrior player. I loved his style. I loved how fast he was. I loved how small he was, but he could get to the hoop anytime. Like, he was so nifty and crafty to the hoop. He was a one-man fast break, um, and he was just so fun to watch, man. He didn't have a, a great shot, 
you know, he wasn't super clutch, but like I loved his style. I loved how he made the game work for him. And um, yeah, that, that was like the first sports card I bought way back in high school. And then coming around to now, uh, you know, I'm a big Gary Vee fan. And, um, you know, like I always follow him, what he's saying business-wise, mindset-wise, leadership-wise. And then, you know, he preached about sports cards. And um, I was like, man, that's something I can really look into and get into. Um, he, I think he was talking about something like about uh, a Giannis card or something. Uh, you probably seen this video. It's like he's writing in the back of a car and he's talking to I forget um, I forget the guy's name that works with him. But um, he's like, I'm telling you right now, you know, like like if, if I had this money, I would tell you to go buy a Giannis card. It's 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 uh, it's like 200 bucks right now. It's gonna be 500 something like that. And then he said like like Luca is gonna be this and this and and that. And I was like, man, that's hecka interesting. And then um, I finally came around to get my first card around September. Uh, it was a Trey Young card, $50. I really didn't know what I was doing, man. But this $50 is a grade of 10. I think I hit you up. I was like, like, dude, what's a good card to get? Like, what's the, what's the companies? Because so many cards. Like, what's the, what's the, like, the right company, the right card to get? And you're like, Prisms. Prisms are strong. And that's, that's how I got my first card, man. Yeah, Gary Vee was one of the reasons, actually, I got back into sports cards as well, which, I mean – like I don't even I, I was definitely more into Pokemon when I was growing up because it was just that, that like it was the 2000 like that first edition like which I, I just found like a bunch of those old first edition cards which Pokemon's a whole that's a thing that's been that's popped up pretty pretty crazily actually over the past few months but yeah man um, I've been I've been hearing I've been seeing content around it I've been telling my friends like you guys are sitting on money dude. yeah yeah sure. I mean honestly like Anybody who, like, grew up during that era where there was Pokemon cards, like, even yeah. the random, like, base are, like, a few bucks. Like, so if you, if you, yeah, so you can, just, you can yeah. just put them up on eBay for, like, five bucks, and then you just do, like, the 50-cent shipping, and then you just grab, like, a top loader and penny sleeve, and you can ship it in, like, a paper envelope. And, like, you made, yeah. like, five bucks right there. If you're, if, and if you have 100 of them, that's 500 bucks. Exactly. And, and like, my, my, my brother and his girlfriend over a couple weekends ago, man, and – I was telling him about sports cards, and his girlfriend was like, oh, man, you know, I have a sports card. I have Pokemon cards, and dude, I got so excited for her, man. I was like, what? You got, you got the original 90s Pokemon cards? She's like, yeah, they're just sitting in a binder. I was like, oh, my oh God. My God. Man. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, man. And then uh, I just took her through, like, the eBay sold list. I was like, give me a name of a Pokemon. She's like, all right, this and this. And I looked them up, and, like, they were, like, 200, 300. I mean, uh, I, I mean that's, it, it, like, that's not even that uncommon either, like. Yeah, like, sure, exactly. Like the Charizard and the Blastoise, everybody knows them. But like, even like just yeah. random, like if you can find random base, like first edition hollows, like even some of those ones are like seventy bucks. It's crazy, dude. It's cra it's crazy, man. And it's 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 even wild because we grew up on those. And I'm like, I can't believe I was holding those. I see my friends bringing those. My parents didn't let me have Pokemon cards, but I'm like, I was sitting in the classroom in the hallways with those cards like that it is just wild it is you know come 2020 yeah. that these cards hold value like the, like those hologram ones you know the reflective ones yes like those are going for a couple of thousand man i'm like that is wild like i know i've seen that card before i've seen it physically and just to see it where it's at now is just it's insane yeah like the i think there was a, there was a 
I forget the exact price, but there was like a PSA 10 full 152 card, 151. I forget the exact number, like complete set uh-huh. PSA 10 that sold in like golden auctions. Like they do like a, like a quarterly auction or whatever. I think it sold for yeah. like a hundred thousand dollars for all the cards. Are you serious? Yeah, it was, oh, it was insane. God. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been trying to put my friends on, man. Like I trained. One of my clients this morning, he he's a he had a he had a he came to, he came to training with a Pikachu sweater on. Uh, you can see it on my Instagram stories. He has a Pikachu sweater, and I'm like, dude, are you into Pokemon? And I gave him the spill about what's happening. I'm like, man, you might be sending him some money. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> so for yeah. so for you, do you remember? So I'm interested, and in, this is something that I want to as I'm going through interviews and getting interviewing more people. I'm interested to know like. Do you, do you remember like what was like the was there one piece of content where you originally where you originally were just basically then you were like yep I'm gonna I'm buying it like this is this is like do you remember was there one piece or was it like a gradual kind of uh, growth into like buying that uh, the Trey Young card or was it like do you remember one thing that was like this is it this is the piece of information that I I know I'm gonna be buying this card. Uh, I would say it's gradual, man, because um, Gary Vee was just always saying it. He was saying it in videos. He would make a piece of content around it. He would say it in the podcast. And I just kept hearing it. And then, you know, finally I did some research. Um, I just, I looked up some hashtags. I looked at people who Gary was reposting. Um, I, I, I can't remember if he reposted you or not. Like, I, somehow I came across your page and, it, and I came across other people. And I was just asking questions, asking questions. And so I think it's just gradually, man, I kept hearing it over and over and over. And that's what helped me do it. Nice. That's, yeah. I mean, I think it was the same for me. I mean, it was, it was more or less like when I first originally got back into cards, like it, it, the, the transition was basically going from buying and selling like within the MLB, the show marketplace. Cause you can buy and sell like the digital trading cards on like your computer, not just like in the game, like with Madden, you had to be playing the game to tr- sell the cards for the coins or whatever. Uh, and uh-huh. then, and then I, heard, I think I saw like a Gary V had been talking about it a little bit and he was just like, yeah, I used to go to these shows and buy and sell cards. And I was like, that's, that's what I'm doing in MLB, the show. There's gotta be a way I can do this in real life. And then that's kind of where the whole, that's where it all started. And then it started to be like, all right, I'm going to produce content. I'm going to make some money so that way I can open packs. And then I'm like, okay, there's actually some real money I can make here. Maybe I should broaden my horizons and try and build something here because there's a lot, there's money to be made. And I mean, I think for anybody who got in at the time period when we were getting in, like made some crazy, crazy money. Like, so for you, like which cards at the, like, are you, are you are you still buying? And then what were the cards that you bought when you originally got back into it? Man, I wish I was still buying, <laughs> but I'm, like, running out of money, honestly. <laughs> but, man, if I had – like, I was talking to my, my uh, friend Susie, who I also trained. I was like, Susie, if I have $40,000, just, just laying – like, easily just have 40000 I wouldn't hesitate to buy cards right now. Like, that's how strong I believe in cards and how strong I've seen it grow. Like I would spend it all on cards in this player and that player and in this rookie card and this this rare card because the way how strong it's been and the the first card I got I think that's your question right what was the first card I I got yeah okay yeah yeah um yeah man and first are you asking me if I'm still buying cards no so I haven't bought cards yeah I kind of I kind of looped in a bunch of questions <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's yeah the first, what's the first yeah. card we'll start there 
Yeah, yeah. Let's start there. First card I got was um, I went hard on Trey Young, and um, it was a it's a good move, man. It's a really good move. It's risky, very risky. But what I liked about it was that Trey Young, he, he was in the running to be rookie of the year against Luka. Um, and Luka, you know, did his thing as a rookie, got rookie of the year. Trey Young was right there. And I was like, I didn't know, I didn't know who to pick. I didn't know to go with Luka. I didn't know to go with Trey. What I should have did, Adam, was just buy uh, cards with both players instead of just going all in on one. That's what I learned. That's a mistake I made. Yeah. And then an- another mistake I, I made was I should have bought way more Trey Young cards. I remember you told me, like, you're, I was like, I actually was like, uh, about like, how should I make this content? I forgot what I asked you, man. You're like, maybe you should share something about like a mistake you made. And I straight up said, I was like, I know I'm making a mistake. I made a video. I said, I know I'm making a mistake of not buying more crayons. And I, I like, I didn't buy enough. I bought 20, I bought 11 graded, like out the gates. I got 11 graded cards for 50 bucks. And I got like another 11 uh, raw cards. And they were like only like seven bucks or something like that, man. And then, um, you know, I sent them in to get graded back in March. They're still over there at the PSA company, oh, man. I don't know man. how long they're going to be there. I know. <laughs> so I'm hoping they come back as, as graded 10s, though, when they do come back. I but, mean, yeah, even, so even, I, even if they're nines, I'm sure the nines are probably worth 10 times what you bought them for raw at the time anyways. But, but yeah. Exactly. But still. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, the reason, like, okay, I didn't come out and get Luca, but Trey Young has been very good. He made an all-star team. Um, he – he produced some good numbers, 29 points per game, uh, nine assists. He's looking like a really good point guard. I would say he's top five in the league. Um, he's just on a terrible team. Yeah. But um, his card went from 50 to, I was looking, what was that, last night, to like 340. So that's it's a great, great investment, great investment. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's the first card. And then the cards I most recently got, um what card i most recently most recent most recent i got those kd cards um the tops two uh about like two of those that was like april so maybe a couple months ago and thank goodness i got it before gary v posted about it because now those cards are like 800 bucks now because of the popularity i, I think i remember i was looking through our dms and i think one of the one of the cards you had asked me about was the uh Devin Booker card I think about like way back yeah like a couple like a year oh ago, yeah probably. Devin Booker too yep yep Devin Booker man like I, that's the card I wish I went, went hard on because I'm kind of like I was kind of right about Devin I'm like this guy is so good like why why are people buying his cars why is his car super high um but Gary also saw, saw the same thing too man he bought like a couple hundred it looked like and then um I had bought, only bought one of his cars I thought I had time Adam I thought I had more time to go back <laughs> and, and come get some but you know unfortunately I didn't but what I did what I did do and what I am doing um I bought some raw cards like the next version that people aren't looking at you know like the second tier third tier they got like some Don Russ on there PSA tens they got some hoops PSA tens like those are the cards I want I want to get some of those I bought some raw though of Don Russ so I bought like three of those nice. Uh, yeah, that was like the most, most recent. So what have you, what are the cards you've sold basically since you, since you started, or, or do you have all the cards that you bought back then and kind of when you've yeah. been buying? Yeah, man, I still got all the cards. Um, and that's kind of like, that's scary because, you know, it could have dropped, you know, we, I don't, I don't know the future. We didn't know the future. We didn't know it's going to grow like this or if things are going to drop, especially with COVID happened. The market crashed a little bit. Like things dropped like fifty percent, man. Some of my cards, but they're all back and doing better um, now. 
come July. So it's a good move. And I only think they're going to keep growing. So I'm going to hold on. I don't know how long I'm going to hold on, but like things are growing so well. The Luca cards are really growing well that I got. Uh, Trey Young is continuing to grow. Um, what else do I have? Uh, the LeBron James rookie card that I got continues to grow, man. So yeah, like I haven't sold anything cause I don't want to be too early and hopefully, you know, I, I don't hit a crash and mm-hmm. lose everything. Yeah. So. I, uh, <laughs> I definitely did sell some cards back in March that I cringed looking at the pricing that I sold it for because it's like if I had sold those same cards now, they'd be worth like triple what I sold them for back then. But like, you know, I think that's a learning experience for me where like back then we had no idea what was going to happen. So like the cards that I sold basically were enough to cover my month, my monthly expenses for at least a month and a half. So I was like, I'm all right selling at the point where I did, even though looking back at it, like, like I said, most of the cards are triple the price now, but I think within sports cards and kind of just investments like that, it's, it's hard. You definitely shouldn't look at it like that because if you continue to look at it like that, you'll just think like what could have been instead of what, what could happen in the future with other cards that are being bought essentially. Exactly. Exactly, man. Cause you know, you could have made a good move, right? Like, I, like yeah, the cards could have, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I would have been the guy like, sitting there like dang i should have sold them i should have sold them so that was my that's one comment that i got a lot like when i first started making like tiktok content and like content like on uh and promoting some stuff on instagram was like well what happens if the economy collapses and i'm like uh well then the card no one's gonna care about the cards then like that's not something i'm not buying these cards with the intention of the economy collapsing like it's like it's like no one goes to the stock market and buys stocks and they're like damn, I mean, I hope the economy doesn't collapse. They're just, that's like, that's not even like part of their mindset. Like, and it's the exactly. same thing with like, there's some issues going on with people returning stuff on eBay. It's like people, you can buy stuff and then return it. Like if the price goes down, but like, you can't do that with stocks. And like, it's just cra- like right, with right. eBay being that crazy marketplace, like it is like, I, I'm thinking they got to do something about it, but I, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully maybe in the future. But so you yeah. also bought a zion national treasures card correct i did i did you i did. did and you still have that card yeah i still have that card man now, so that's a risky card that was risky now i i'm extremely interested in why you bought that card because i uh-huh. was skeptical in the way that when you told me you bought the card i was like oh my god i can't i can't even believe that you <laughs> bought that like that's correct like, i know that man. blew my mind when you sent that to me but like so at the time, what what did you buy that card for? All right, at the time, I'll, I'll take exactly what I was going through. Zion was like the most hyped player I've seen since LeBron James. That's what's going through my head. I'm like, nobody has got this attention since LeBron James was coming out of high school going into the league. This is the only play that's ever happened. He was everywhere. His name's buzzing. He's breaking records, you know, uh, with how he's bringing money to the colleges, viewing you know, social media, his name's everywhere. And I'm like, I just want to ride this hype train, which is dangerous, man. It's dangerous. But um, I was like, and I'll be honest, like, I didn't think, I did not think Zion would look as good as he's looking. I didn't think he would. I I honestly thought he'd be more like a Blake Griffin. But from the few games that I saw, it's not, he's not going to look like that. He's actually looks pretty solid, man. And um, yeah, so that's why I bought the car because of the hype. And I was like, you know, um, 
I feel like this card is only going to go up. I feel like um, the market is demanding uh, a lot of them. The supply and demand is, is there for his name and his cards. And yeah, and, and, and then he got hurt, and he yeah. has hurt knee surgery, and then like that. Like, that's right. That's that's that did happen right after you sent me the thing, and I was like, oh right no, after, dude. Right after, man. Like I, I got that card for thirteen hundred. That card went down to eight hundred bucks. Ugh. Right when he got, like, right when they announced, like, oh, he's not playing. I was like, oh wow, this is very interesting. So, but you did, but now you still have it though, right? I, yeah, I still have it, man. That's it's it's, uh, it's yeah, it's an interesting. Like I'm always thinking about that card. Like what's gonna happen with this card? What can I do with it? Like I like I could have spent that money on more. Um, I like, honestly, this is what I should have done. I should have spent that same money on more reliable players that already proven themselves. Honestly. Because that's just it's just smarter, right? You it's better to just go for players that like a Steph Curry. I could have got some Steph Curry's with that money, mm. or some more KDs. Like I honestly would have done that, knowing what I know now. But um, I guess it's just you know being a rookie, being crazy, you know, kind of having that. Um, not what is it like? Like just being blind, you know, just not caring because you're new. You know, it's kind of like that. Yeah, like like the, and, and, and then seeing a player like Zion, who's the yeah, who's yeah. the biggest player yeah. since LeBron, essentially, like has right. has yeah. already signed the deals with Jordan, has already signed the deals that, with that, like that Mountain too. Dew that, and Gatorade yeah, exactly. and all these places. I mean, in my in yeah, my opinion, exactly. the I think the thing with Zion, I think, is like the fact that he signed all these contracts with all of these companies means that. These companies, like with Gatorade and with Jordan, these companies now yeah. have vested interest in him. And if they see yeah. that he's not progressing the way that these companies do, there's I would yeah. say there's a zero percent chance that somehow these companies don't step in. And in like I, like hypothetically, say two years from now, he's like maybe he's not playing very well. I would almost one hundred percent guarantee we're going to see pictures of Jordan and Zion working out together, like in a few years. And that I mean that would. That's crazy. And that would blow That's the crazy. internet up. But at the same time, yeah. like, I think we even could see that, it, even if he does play well. But I just think the fact that like these these companies have the vested interest in the player, especially now because he signed these unprecedented deals for such a young player. Like, there's no way that yeah. they don't they wouldn't step in if they saw that things were kind of going awry because of how much money they've spent on this player. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, man. Like, not, I didn't, I forgot to even talk about the endorsements. Like, yeah, he was with Jordan before he even played a game, dude. He was already signed to Jordan. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's cra- and if you look at the Jordan, there's only like a handful of players that have signed with Jordan. Like, there's like probably like 30 players in the NBA. And if you look at the full list, I'd say probably 20 of the 30 are like borderline superstar type players. So, yeah. I, I mean, Jordan, especially because like that's like, that Jordan, the Jordan brand is like that is the NBA, like in a, in a yeah. way, like Jordan, yeah. Jordan, one of the biggest sports brands, exactly. Right? So. And just the fact that Jordan is like when people talk about the NBA, it's like either they're talking about LeBron or they're talking about Jordan. So like Always. I look at it Always. that way, where yeah. and I mean that's kind of almost my mindset when I'm looking at sports cards, and I think in a way you're very similar, where we both have maybe more of a like marketing type of aspect to when we're looking at cards, at least, I mean, I do, I do at least. And because a lot of the stuff, like, especially since you're, you're so deep in the content and I think something happens there when you're so deep into the content that like you can kind of pick up on subtle things that maybe someone who isn't as involved in putting together content, they might not see like, 
like some of your LinkedIn stuff and some of just the content in general. Like when I was making content for LinkedIn, I felt like a lot of the sports marketing type of stuff that I was doing on LinkedIn was different than what I was seeing because I had been just, I just was making it. And I think when you, when you make it and when you start, and then even when you start maybe buying sports cards, I guess to kind of relate it to that aspect, when you're in it 24 seven, maybe you see stuff that I guess maybe other people might not see. Exactly. That's true, man. When you're actually in it, like your ears are to the, to what's coming out all the time. Like your attention is just, is just aware of everything. So yeah, the same way you said marketing, how I look at, like, I, I take all that into consideration. Like, I know we spent a few minutes on that when we, were, when we were on my podcast. Like, culture, man. Culture is such a huge um, deal in who I look at or, you know, what card I'm looking at and how sports um, has a has a peak or this athlete has a peak or, or, you know, some kind of influence. Culture is, like, huge. And Zion and culture is amazingly connected right now that's right i mean i told like like i said like he posted that picture of him like looking jacked which i don't even think that's really what he looks like like i think Uh there's been like videos of him coming out and that's not exactly what like he doesn't look like how he did in that one picture of him with the mask and like the internet lost their mind so like (laughs) i don't think like it's it's there's been other players that have been like jacked and like come back jacked and the internet didn't the internet didn't react the same way that they did to that zion picture so like I think that type of opportunity with a player is very interesting. And I mean, it's, I think it's very obvious with Zion, but I feel like if you're in kind of the content mode, you can kind of see, and I I mean, it almost is similar to like getting more feedback on a piece of content. So like, for me, I found that like, it's not about how many likes or comments something get. It's about like what people are saying inside the comments. That's what I found. Like, right. If I can get, Gotta read the comments. if I can get Gotta like, I, I don't know, let's just say 10 comments, but like if I, if I, between 10 comments and like three comments, but the three comments are like these written out things. I would much rather have it that way than have the 10 comments of people being like, wow, or cool or something along those lines. Like, and I'm assuming you yeah. probably feel the same way. Yeah, man, that's, 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 I feel exactly the same way because, you know, when, when people write a comment or people write a comment on your post, any post, slap stocks, Gary V's post, like I'm always looking at what somebody is saying, uh, how I feel about that comment. Can I relate? Do I agree? Do I disagree? And I research on it. I research on my thought, my feeling about it. And like, that's how I just get smarter, man. That's how I try to just be sharper at, at, at this, at this card, card hobby. So so I agree. So when you're doing, so how like how often would you say you're spending time doing research on cards? How often, man? Um, it's sporadic throughout the day, but it's like it's more often. Like I wake up, I'm trying to look at what happened to my card. You know, what card do I have and how did it grow? Or um, I'm reading about something. Or um, like today, for example, like what did I what did I Google? I Googled, for some reason, I don't, I don't remember why I Googled it, but I was like, um, uh, 20, what was it, 20 things new new sports cars investors should know or something right, like yeah, that. Right, I, I, I think I saw you yeah. post that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just clicked it, man. From, I, just uh, sport, I think Sports Card Investor posted that article. It was pretty exactly. good. Exactly, yep, yep. It was, a good, it was a good article. I was like, man, this is good right here. Like, I can see what I did wrong and you know, like what makes sense and what I can do better. And like, if anybody is following me that like, like you, you 
there's people you probably already know this of course i'm just preaching to fire but there's people that are watching you that aren't saying anything that are going off your information man they're buying cards i have friends that are doing that like like i had a friend just hit me I haven't talked to my this guy in, since high school dude literally senior year haven't said one word to him but i get a dm from him he's like yo i got this card these cards blah 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 like yo i'm trying to like i he's good because he's, he's just naturally a collector he has that kind of just natural talent for it because he's, he's heavy in shoes and all that and then you know i haven't talked to him in years but i get a, a dm from him about cards so um yeah man i like like i'm always like looking at at stuff to read um sporadically i'm on ebay all the time I'm, even a card i'm not even into i just want to i'm just curious like what happened to this card you know wh- where's where this card going what about this player um you know just just trying to keep an eye on things yeah totally i mean yeah, I mean, I'm living in that world basically of twenty four seven almost. Like when yeah. I'm, when I'm waking up, I'm checking to see stuff before. And as I'm as I'm going to bed, I'm checking eBay one more time just to do what just to do one more search. Like just got to get one more search in before like I go to sleep. Stuff stuff like that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm the same way, man. Yeah, same exact way. Yeah. So grow. So growing up with uh did you like play sports growing up or or has that sure did. you did so what sports did you play yeah yeah um so i grew up in martial arts um constantly training man that like that's not a big you know global thing like that um but i was athletic trained we trained like we trained like athletes man we did all the drills like a basketball player would do or something all the strengthening drills footwork drills like a soccer player would do just to be overall better um, explosive, powerful, you know, on top of our game endurance and, um, just, just being, and just for fun playing basketball. I was always athletic playing my brother, playing with friends in school, but in high school is when I finally played team sports. Um, I did baseball sophomore year, uh, basketball junior year and senior year I did football and track. So did a lot of sports, but always, always into it, man. Always had a favorite team, always rooted for this player, always was paying attention. There was a time in middle school, man, I would say middle school freshman, I could name every player on a, on, on the MLB baseball team, every player. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know how I did that. Like I couldn't do that now. <laughs> I couldn't do that now, dude. I don't even know. If, like, I don't even know how I was able to do that, but I can name you every single player, first base, second base, outfield. I can name the reserves. I didn't, I don't even know how, I don't even know how I did that. Love, that's yeah, just, that's, that's hilarious. So, yeah. um, so between growing up and where you are now, are the teams that you grew up watching are those still the teams that you follow now? Yeah, um, Steelers always been my football team. Yankees been my baseball team. Um, basketball's been Warriors. Um, uh, always loved Kobe. Like, I was such a Kobe fan, man. Like when I when I would play the video game, uh, I forget what year it was, two K nine or something, two K ten, one of those. I would I would change Kobe's age back to because you could edit the age. Right. I would change him back to eighteen. That way he could just be in the league oh, longer as funny. I play with the yeah dude. As I play with the Warriors and I, I would go crazy on Monte Ellis. I would just I, I just wanted him to be in the game and I would I would I actually go back after I play my game. I would actually go back to see how the computer Kobe did. Oh, every that's, every, that's every time awesome. dude. That's so funny. Crazy. Yeah, right? I know. It's crazy, as dude. it's it's so crazy. weird with Kobe because like. So I'm from Massachusetts. So like I'm a Boston, uh-huh. I'm a Boston diehard Boston fan of all the Boston sports. So like yeah, it was yeah. weird because like there was like a three year period where the Celtics and the Lakers they played in the finals twice and we each won one. So it was like growing up like 
it was weird because I didn't like Kobe when he was a player until like the end of his career. And it probably, oh, yeah. and honestly, you like the villain, right? Yeah, yeah. It probably was because the Celtics were just so bad that I was like, I'm not, I'm root. And I was at that time I was rooting for the Celtics to be bad because like they traded, um, they traded like Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and they, they had nobody on the team. And it was a hilarious, uh-huh. it was a hilarious team because they had like Chris Humphrey and they had like um, whoever the, the people that they traded from the Nets were just the most hilariously bad players, and they had these hilariously terrible fifteen million dollar yeah. contracts, which at the time were like unheard of. So Man. I think like at the end of his career is when I started to enjoy Kobe because like the yeah. Celtics and Lakers they just never competed, and also being in the Western Conference. That meant that if if Kobe was to win, that means LeBron wouldn't win. So that was like another thing where I feel like yeah. LeBron is. I'm sort of feeling the same about LeBron now, where he's towards the yeah. end of his career, and I kind of I like him a little bit more, but at the same time, I almost feel like I shouldn't like him because like I I grew up not liking him because I was a Celtics right. fan, but like now right, I right, just right. see his impact on and off the court. And yeah. I don't know, it's hard not to enjoy just how good he is at the game. And I think maybe that's also what it is. I think, like with baseball cards, I think I have found myself enjoying sports more from sports cards. And I think I talked about this on your show as well. Like yeah, when yeah. I got into sports cards back in 2018, like I started following all the rookies from 2018, which, I mean, that class was like ridiculous, had like Torres, had like Soto uh like Acuna like all those um, amazing players that are like borderline stars now but it feels like even in basketball too now it's like I can I enjoy the whole league like I enjoy rooting for the whole league more than I did before like so I mean that's that was kind of long-winded a little bit for the Kobe love but at the same time I I just feel like within within sports cards like i just enjoy this i enjoy sports more because of sports cards like is that something that you feel as well oh one hundred thousand percent man and it what what i like about it is there's something that hit me i would say towards like end of the senior year going to college where i just stopped being so hardcore connected to my teams and um i don't know what it was like i just I, I still love the sports. I just I just stopped being a super fan. Mm. And I, I stopped being so biased, and that's why. Like even with the Steelers, I could I could I'm not I'm not that fan who who bases things off of fan optimism, right? Like I have I, like I know if my team's good or not, and I'm willing to admit that. Like I know if my team is gonna lose. Like even when the Yankees play the Red Sox, I'm like, dude, the Red Sox are way better. Just because I'm a fan, I can't sit there and say my team's gonna beat them. Like if I know, like no, the Red Sox are gonna beat us this this. The series, like if I said that in New York, like they they went in my head, they went in my head. You know what I mean? But, They're not, yeah, not gonna like, be happy about that one. Yeah, yeah, but I'm the fan who's like, nah, dude, like they're really good. They're gonna be the same thing with the Steelers. I'm like, nah, Steelers aren't that good. Like it's not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen for us. And I think that's why I think that's why I, sports cards work for me because you can't be so biased because you know you can get if you go based off your fan fan fandom. Um and you know just being biased, you can really make some wrong moves because your heart you're going with your heart based instead of you know uh, a, a fact or what's actually happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I mean totally. And and so being a Steelers fan is that just because at the time when you were growing up, there was no football in LA, and you just were a Steelers fan. 
Oh well, I mean, I'm in the oh, Bay, Bay, Bay Area, Bay Area but, right? Um, so you got this yeah, 49ers. so it's, it's Niner fans, yeah, Niner hardcore Niner fans over here, Niner uh, Raider fans over here. The same, like same, same thing, man. The recent Super Bowl, ah. recent Super Bowl. Uh, like I was telling my friends, and I, I'm not that guy who's like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna root against you just because you know you're rooting for this team. I'm like, guys, Patrick Mahomes is the truth. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, this guy is bad. I'm sorry. Like, you guys have a great defense. But I can't see you beating Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And I I almost guessed the score, dude. It was so crazy. I was off by like three points. But yeah, it's and I'm like, he's just they're just gonna win. Like that's the team. And uh yeah. And, and so but the reason why I like Steelers is because my, my dad and my uncle, they grew up on them, they liked them, they grew they they watched them in the seventies with the steel curtain mm-hmm. and they just fell in love with them. So just naturally I guess because of my dad and my uncle, you know, grew on me. Yeah, I mean I also might be a little bit less <laughs> biased on buying cards and I don't I don't I don't mean to brag here but the, there's been a few championships that have been won from Boston teams so like I don't know if oh, I don't yeah, know if that has anything to, I don't <laughs> know if that has anything to do with like being able to just be like I can just enjoy sports now and like it's it's so insane because like it's so funny because whenever whenever a Boston team wins there's this like one kid I forget his name but he always he has this sign he was born in 2000 and he goes to all the parades and he's like I've won 17 championships and being alive for 20 years or whatever the number is. And it's like, Oh my God, that's <laughs> insane. And like, I mean, I mean, that for me, insane. like, I mean, it wasn't always necessarily like that, but once 2001 hit, it was just like championship after championship. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like crazy, with, with Brady being gone now, it's like, I don't know what the Patriots going to do. I mean, they got cam. And I think that's, I would say that's probably the best case scenario. Like, being yeah, a, it is. It's the best case scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's and it's For funny sure. to see the Bills fans. Like I saw like a video of a Bills fan being like, "Look, I have no like. I was so excited for this year, and now I'm just devastated. Like Cam couldn't have gone anywhere. Like the Patriots had to get Cam, and I'm like, that's just so funny. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> I love those videos of the uh, the tables that the Bills do. Uh-huh. Like they like jump through like, like the Bills Mafia or whatever, right, they jump yeah. through tables. Those videos are They're hilarious. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, they're crazy, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I guess we can wrap things up. I have one last question. It's it's not related to sports cards, but you did like my tweet that I tweeted on the Friday night about the Juice World album. Now, have you oh, heard have yeah. you heard the Juice World album? No, nah, man, rest in peace to Juice World first of all. But no, nah, man, I'll be honest, man, I have I have not I have not. I haven't listened. I haven't listened to no Juice World, man. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm I'm serious. Yeah. Wow. I guess you say I need to go listen. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good. <laughs> I mean, like for for me, the music is so weird. Like I have this like weird concept in my head with music that like I can like trick myself into being creative by listening to a certain type of music. Um, uh-huh. like I, whenever I'm getting like stuck on a project or something, like so. For some reason, like during a time period when I was super creative, I was listening to uh, the first Logic album. So, like, I just Love I, I just put Love I put Logic. that first album on and I just listened to it through because, <laughs> like, I think what I was doing at the time, like back in twenty seventeen, probably I would uh, uh-huh. I would sit down like at nighttime, like when I was about going about to go to bed, not about to go to bed, but I was like finishing up the day. I would put together like a graphic thing and I would put on the Logic album and I would just design for the start to the finish of the album and then whatever the design was when it finished i was like okay that's it that's done and now that's just like what i listen to so like i mean 
for you, I know that you do like playlists and stuff like that on Spotify and like a lot yeah. of your content is music related. Like, so other, other yeah. than Lil Wayne, yeah. like what type of music are you like into? Man, I, I, I like, I, I like how you said you like how music connects to your creativity. Um, like I, I love to listen to like jazz, man. Even when I'm working out training people, I just love to mix it up, get out of the hip hop a little bit. And just throw on some jazz music. Um, it's called hard bop. I like that hard bop. It's like a good pace to it. Um, I even like like Spanish music. I like the salsa music. I like um, some of that Cuban jazz. I, I, I like all that. I mean, I just like to play it. Even once in a while, I won't say every time, all all the time, but twice twice a year, man. I'll, I'll throw on classical music for for whatever reason. That's man. that. That's yeah, so funny that you say that because I was yeah. just about to say yeah. that. Like as of recently, I've been listening to a lot of like rant, like going to like Spotify and just putting on like a Beethoven playlist and yeah. just like listening yeah. to that like randomly. Like I've also been listening to know. you know the meme that's <laughs> like the the uh, the that uh, YouTube playlist that's like uh, lo-fi beats to chill and study to you know yeah, yeah so yeah, i actually yeah. like listen to that playlist on spotify like all the time that's the trick it's, it's actually that's like trick, it's man. decent i mean because i think what ends up happening it's like usually when i'm trying to like write copy for something for my work it's because it's yeah. it's sound but it's not there's no words and i think that's probably the thing because like i'll get distracted if there's yeah. words because in my head i have like add or something and if the music's playing i'll like start yeah. in my head i'll start singing the song and then i like forget <laughs> what i'm writing and then i gotta restart and but so, like, the low five beats to chill and study to is actually, like, a decent playlist to listen to. That is awesome, man. No, I I relate so much, man. It's good to mix up music. Um, it, when I work out, there's only two things I really listen to, man. I listen to Lil Wayne or a Gary Vee podcast, mm. usually. Um, I even listen to your podcast one time um, when I was working out. Like, like I, I if I want to get some information in, I'll do that, too. I'll throw something on. But 99%. It's like Lil Wayne or a Gary Vee podcast. Um, but music I do love. I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. Like, love Michael Jackson. Uh, I think he's the greatest musical artist ever. Uh, I can listen to Michael Jackson all day, every day. Grew up on him since, like, like, since I was two years old, man, just watching videos of him on VHS. And then um, also classic rock. Um, I get my dad helped, helped me and my brother get into that. So I've been to a few Kiss concerts. Oh, nice. That's Smith cool. Live. Yeah, yeah, man. So love, love classic rock, ACDC, Led Zeppelin, Def Leppard. Um, I like, I like this Thin Lizzy song called "Dance in the Moonlight." It's a great song, such a, such a great song. And then, um, with my my playlist you're talking about, like I love listening to people that are making music currently that aren't known, that are super underground, that have a hundred followers, a thousand followers, that are still making music in their mom's basement. I love just going on Instagram randomly. And li listen to what people are up to and throwing their music over my kickboxing um, class and working out to it and then sending them a video of, of us working out to their song. Like, I, I like doing that, man. I like, I like dabbing into different stuff. Nice. Yeah, that's super. I mean, like I said, yeah. I think the, the kickboxing stuff, it's, it's, I don't necessarily watch people really like work out, but like your videos with the music and stuff are actually like enjoyable for someone who doesn't really, I'm not really interested in that type of content. It's actually still like very interesting. And a lot, I mean, like I said, I think, exactly. I think your content is, is great from a standpoint where it's like there's if you if you're interested in anything 
I think if, if you're that, well, you'll find that at some point you probably have talked about it most, most likely, which like, I mean, sports cards, obviously for me and for anybody else, maybe it's in kickboxing, maybe people are into music, maybe people are into like uh, other like industry marketing type of stuff. I mean, across the board, I think you have some phenomenal, phenomenal stuff that you're putting out. Dude, I, I appreciate that, man. I can also say the same about you. Like, um, I can tell you really, you're really good at your craft. Like you really are into marketing. Um, but I'm, like when I, when I used to read, what was it? When, when you were making content at the beginning, it was always about the look of the card. Like you were really into that look of the card, this, this, that, you know, this, you, you like, you know, stuff that I don't even know or even would want to look at really. But you're just like, th this version of this card was different from this and how they put that, like, that's, that's good stuff, man. And that's the art, the art sports cards that, you know, is going to be significant in the sport as well. Yeah, that's or in the hobby. That's well. sort of where I so. came from originally was the graph, graphic yeah. design world. So, like, I mean, even the, the writing stuff, I don't even know, like, I, I never really, like, being a graphic designer, like, going to school for graphic design, like, all my projects were design projects. I never really, I wrote some papers for some classes, but, like, for the most part, like, but if I hadn't been doing the writing stuff, then that wouldn't have led me to everything else. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting how kind of the process of everything happens. And it, even if you, even if you get to a point, it's, you feel, it feels like you never, you never thought that you'd get to that point. And it's like, you don't, you wouldn't get right. there unless you started the one thing that you never thought you would. And it's, right. crazy. it's, exactly. it's crazy sometimes. Exactly, man. Exactly. Oh, speaking of music, man. Um, uh... Did you see uh, what Drake posted on his stories? I didn't see it. But said I see something about like it's not a single, it's an album or something. I, I saw something, he posted something, but I, I don't remember what it was. No, man. It was, uh, he has a, um, I forget what, a Beckett, Beckett. Oh, oh graded... the, the Tupac thing. Yeah. I did, it, you know, I did see that. That was awesome. Yeah. You know how we've been talking about like culture and, you know, like I've been saying it too. Like I've been like, you know, people are get upset when Gary Vee posts about cards. And I'm like, Gary Vee's not even the biggest name out there. Like, we know Gary Vee. We know him because we follow him. But Gary Vee's not even close to what Rihanna is in culture and Drake and, um, you know, like uh, Future or Chris Brown, like, um, or Megan Thee Stallion. Like, when people, Migos, those people guys like have hundreds of, yeah, they have 100 million followers, right? Like, when they say something, a lot of people are seeing it. And then Drake, I was like, one day Drake's going to post something about a card or something and i don't i don't look at drake's stories but gary v's team you know they started a podcast about cards and then they they posted a picture of that uh um from his stories that drake has a beckett um graded tupac note um that you know tupac wrote i forget what it said man it was like thanks for something i think it was for food or something. i forget what it was but yeah he has a, a sport company graded thing with Tupac and that was like that was just super nice. uh, yeah I, I mean I so when I went on the Gary V uh he he did like a live stream uh like in February maybe and I one of the questions I asked him what because I was like so Lou is his like sports card guy that works as one of Gary's assistants and Lou, that's the yeah, yeah, yeah Lou that's the and he um shout out to Lou could lose the man so he yeah. um he like messaged me on discord. I think it was, and was saying uh, like, send your number. And one of the questions I asked was like, who, what player do you think is going to invest in cards? And his answer was, I, he didn't know, but he was like at all-star weekend, I was talking to Donovan Mitchell and telling him to buy his cards. So like, I don't know, there's a chance that Mitchell might own some of the cards, which 
it's so funny because like when I bought, so I bought a bunch of Donovan Mitchell cards actually before that even happened. Nice. And then like yeah. literally maybe two weeks, good card. Yeah, two it. weeks, <laughs> two weeks after I bought the card, he got the Corona, and I was like, oh my, God. like damn, dude. <laughs> Which granted, it, it, the, the card that I bought compared, I'm trying to, I bought it for twenty five, and I'm and I bought seven of them for twenty five dollars a piece, the PSA ten Panini Select, and I'm trying to sell them for like a hundred and twenty a piece because that's what they're selling for. So like. Obviously, the Man, obviously the awesome. the Corona had nothing to do with what the price is now, but it was just funny that like yeah, it, it's gonna go yeah, up. Man. Yeah. It, go oh, up. and then I actually I think I might have been on your podcast and I said I talked about this with uh I also bought a Jamal Murray card and he had a little nice, bit of controversy where like he posted like a uh, like a not safe for work picture on his Instagram on accident of like his girlfriend and it, it was like uh. within the same time period of when I bought the card, so I was like. I had just bought the Jason Tatum card. I'm like, Jason Tatum better watch out because like something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> Man. <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I, I didn't hear nothing about that Jamal. But, um, I haven't heard nothing about Jason either. No, no, I don't but, think any, dude, I don't think anything. Card, I don't think anything bad happened to Jason Tatum. But at the time, I was just like, am I like cursed or something? Like, what's gonna happen? I know here? that would have been. You'd have been three for yeah, three. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it was all within that time period too, because like I was buying. Uh, Panini Select was just the one that I was buying because it was it was very similar to Prism and I thought it was undervalued and um, I I mean it yeah, has gone up in value a pretty decent amount so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, that's a good eye, man. That's such a good eye. That's like that's like that's what I'm telling people. I get messages from people and they're like, like should I get a Luca? I'm like, I mean, you could. Like, I still believe this card's gonna go up, but look at the third tier cards, look at hoops, look at Don Rest, look at Select, look at what people aren't necessarily all, you know, drooling over right now. Yeah. Because those cards still still are gonna go up. Yeah, I just think like so. with Prism, it's it's pretty interesting because what's happened with Prism is that it's become like it's so expensive and so hard to find that it's almost like a high end product now. Cause like Yeah, it's, it's like there, with man. like with the National Treasures, like like the the National Treasures collegiate boxes weren't as expensive as like the, the like the regular boxes that came out a couple like probably like two months ago maybe. But like the Prism boxes are almost impossible to find. And like if you want to buy a, a wow. Luca Prism card, it's like you got to spend like eight nine hundred bucks on it. It's like who? I don't think anybody really coming in. Yeah, like maybe that's, maybe that's high, an yeah. investor like someone who has the money exactly. maybe would be coming in and buying those cards. But like someone who. Um, I mean, someone who's just coming in, I don't know if that's necessarily uh, affordable for most people coming in. So that's like you said, looking into like some of the lower tiered cards makes a lot of sense for people that are coming in. Because if you're making the right call on a player, I think overall the card may not go up in total money, but it may go up in value similar to what the like prism card does. Exactly. Like, yeah, like if you like the, that's why I'm looking at the Devin Booker because Devin Booker, the that rookie prison one I had was like 160. Now it's at 450, but his Don Rush is at 150. So I'm like, that's the next card I would get because you know that's what everybody else is gonna want if they can't get that, you know that that his true rookie card, you know? Right. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, yep. I guess I'm. Well, I guess we'll wrap things up here. So Jason. Let everybody know all the places they can find you. I know it's all over the internet, but let, let the audience know where they can find you. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at JasonWTTW. Find me on Facebook, Jason Richardson Albini. That's A-L-B-I-N-I. Same thing on LinkedIn, Jason Richardson Albini. And, uh, yeah, I have a podcast. You can also find that. It's called Kicking It with Jason. 
kicking it, no G at the end, just kicking it with Jason. So that's where I'm at, man. Perfect. And I'll make sure to include all these links everywhere uh, so everybody can find you, like, tweeting out and stuff like that. So, Jason, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you, Adam. Uh, we'll talk yeah, soon. Yeah, definitely. Man. Thanks. All right. Later.